What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lawrence. Welcome you back to another episode of Cats and Dogs, The Good, Bad, and Ugly. Today, we're going to do something a little different for the start of this podcast. Yes, I'm on time. Um, we're going to give a moment of silence, you know, for Breonna Taylor and the injustice stuff that's been going on with her and other black families and communities and stuff like that. So we're going to give a 10-second moment of silence as we start this episode. Thank you guys for having this moment of silence with us. Um, over across from the table, I got this young, fine gentleman with me, Sir Wilkins. Today, we have a very special guest. You know, she does our social media platforming. She's an admin in the Facebook group, very strong, independent woman. Uh, we have Amanda Panda here with us today. How you doing, Amanda? How you doing, you big hoe? <laughs> I am not a hoe. Yeah, okay. Get that. Wilkins, how are you doing today, sir? Chilling, chilling, man. I'm good. I'm good. It's good. It's good. I, I, I'm glad I get to see you because, you know, with all this stuff going on in the world, like, you can, I'm not wishing it on you, but you could disappear tomorrow and it's like we're only as good as our last interaction and our last conversation that we have with each other so it's like i appreciate you black man thank you for being here i appreciate everybody that's watching us on facebook live and everything i appreciate all of y'all uh thank you for the love and support for the podcast and and being active in the facebook group i thank all of y'all i appreciate it um it, it's a shame like i said you know we gave a moment of silence for brianna taylor it's a shame where she still hasn't gotten justice. There's a lot of black men out there that was murdered by police that still haven't got justice out there. Black women that were murdered. Let me say, let me let me not say black women, black queens and kings that was murdered by police. And it's and it's sad because it's like we we're, we're still not getting justice. It's a shame where uh, a cop can get arrested for putting uh, bullets in the wall, but you can't get arrested for killing an innocent uh, an innocent queen. It, it's it's sad nowadays, and it's, it, it it puts fear because you could be stopped for just anything because you look like somebody, and and you don't know if you're going to get home that night. Your mom don't know if she's going to see you, your wife, your spouse, or whatever the case may be, and and, and it's bad, and they try to overlook it like, oh, racism not, is not in New York. It's like Texas. It's like North Carolina, everything like that. Nah, racist, racism is still everywhere. We deal with it on a daily basis. Like like I said before, we could walk up and down the street and and could be profiled as somebody that stole something. We get pulled over. Uh, things happen. I've read articles where cops was planting things on kids before, and it's like, it's scary. The people that's supposed to be tech protecting us is the biggest gang in New York City. Mm -hmm. uh, um Wilkins, what do you what do you what is your thoughts on like what's been going on? Like, I mean, it's been going on for years, man. I so mean, that's what <laughs> I, I, so I was trying. It's been going on for years, but it's like, well, all of this going on is like more pushed in your face and bring it to like they try to how you say brush it under the rug and stuff like that. Like it's not over here. New York don't deal with this. We don't, you know, we don't deal with all of that. And then with with the George Floyd and the Breonna Taylor and and their, um. What's his name? Was it Sean Bell that was shot on his wedding day or something like that? Yeah, Sean one? Bell. So it's like, why are we not? Why why are they not taking the time to inv really investigate this and look into this? Like, this shit is not a coincidence. Like, Rodney King beating back in the days. It's like, this shit is not a coincidence. Like, what's going on here? Like, uh, uh, I'm not trying to play the race card or everything. You got a white kid shooting up the church. And it's like, you know, he had his parents was going through stuff back in the house and stuff like that. Same black kid would have did it. It's, you know, he was on probation. He he was a juvenile. He he had assault and robbery case open and everything like that. And it's like the media paint us in a different light so bad. So it's like, oh, it's justifiable that you killed this girl. Oh, it's justifiable that you killed this man. Like he he was stealing. He was stealing before he got locked up. Um, Trayvon Martin, this man was just walking in the wrong neighborhood with Skittles in, in, the, in the Arizona iced tea. They told you to back off of him and leave the man alone, and he still ended up shot and dead, and you walk in the streets perfectly fine. I, I think it's, it's, it's a disgrace. It's, it's disgusting. It's dirty. It's scum. 
um, you know, this month is mental uh, health awareness month. So, you know, we wanted to just shed some light with y'all. Is it suicide month? Oh, suicide. suicide. And so, I'm sorry, it's suicide. You know, um, I just wanted to shed light, you know. You ever dealt with that? What, suicidal thoughts? Yeah. Never. I, I, me, I, it's too much. Like, I can't, I can't fathom myself, like, trying to kill myself or do something over something. It, it, I just be sitting there, like, I'm too valued for that. Like, I'll be, I'd rather be sad and be in my feelings. It's the most arrogant shit I've heard all <laughs> This motherfucker said, I, nah, I can't kill myself. I'm too valuable to the world. <laughs> it's not me. even, let me just I mean, show this off. That's a lot of positive. Uh, it's, you know, not, it's not even like, I wish I was like, more like him. Like, nah, <laughs> no, no, hold on. He really said, yo, yo. kill myself. Nah, I got a whole Kill daughter. Myself? I got a nine-year-old daughter. Nah, you weren't thinking about your daughter. Like, you were thinking about yeah, yourself. You <laughs> was like, "Kill myself." This thing is crazy. Kill nah. myself. And he looked in the mirror and says, "Do you see how I look, B? Dead ass. Like you going, you want to end your life over some shit? You like, ever dealt with that, Amanda? Of course. Suicidal thoughts. How'd you do? How did you like? Not what caused it, but how'd you get past the like the that's those suicidal thoughts and like." not going through with the actual thing. <laughs> well, you snitched on me. <laughs> you snitching already? <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to go there. So do you want to open up about the story? But not no. what caused it. Not what caused it. You want to open up about me snitching? Uh, but you snitched on her about something? Yeah, I, yeah I definitely he told snitched. on me. Oh. I definitely thought it was somebody else and then uh, I found out it was Wilkins I mean Amanda spoke to me I'm glad she came out herself and told me and I was pissed off at her I mean I'm not gonna go and say that after that day that it was just like okay it didn't exist anymore it's something I deal with every day nah, yeah. especially once the depression kicks in it just it's something that you can't just brush off do you so um, somebody told me about seasonal depression mm-hmm what is that? You know what that is? It's a type. Of, well, I think because I think uh, I have a friend that has that. Let me Google it real quick. No, keep going. I'm listening. And um, so he deals with, with all of it. Anxiety, depression, um, not so much of like wanting to not live anymore. But what he was saying is usually he hits a season. Mm-hmm. He gets anxiety. Yeah. And then sometimes he's good. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just waiting for this depression to kick in. And I'm just like, what do you mean? He's like, because it's been two months and everything seems fine. And then it comes, and then like it bad, comes huh? in like a motherfucker. It sounds like it's like, you know, he go for a little bit. You find, It's like a relationship, you know. Uh, it, like, you have okay. your season. Yeah, that you have you, your you're season. You're okay. And then, then there's moments that it just becomes rocky. Like you and your spouse or, or the person you wait, y'all break up and stuff like that. You got memories and stuff like that. And then it's like, it could be like, you could get sad being triggered. Like, damn, me and me and this girl used to go here. Or me and this guy, we this was our favorite restaurant together. And then that, that could just start but it being all. sad and being depressed are two different things. No, I'm so, saying like, so, it, could, it could be like a trigger. So I decided to Google it because Google's king. Nah. Well, well, now nah, you right. cough and check Google and said you're about to die. Like I got a story about that one. I'm going to get to that. It's like, get in um, So um, seasonal depression is an overview, overview, seasonal affective disorder. So is a type of depression that's related to the changes in seasons. Mm-hmm. S, the, um, the acronym is SAD. Begins and ends at about the same times every year. If... If you're like most people with SAD, which is sad, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that shit is rough. It that is. shit is rough. So damn, during the whole cuddle season, the nigga just gonna be fucked up in the game. Well, I think it's because. Um, so I always say this: uh, the sun is not as out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days are shorter. And this is, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy. A lot of people have lo- low vitamin D intake, pause. So that you get that from the sun. Right. So if you're already not getting enough during the summer and the winter comes around, it's going to really mess up your mood, which is why a lot of people are, vitamin D does mess with your mood and your, and your mental state as well. Oh, of course. So if you don't have enough, it's going to um, lead to that. I enough vitamin D? Yeah. Most people don't get enough vitamin D. Especially black people. I don't even drink orange juice like that. Sometimes. That's from vitamin C. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I was bad early. <laughs> Yo, I'm still tired. That's, that's definitely my mistake. I forgot. I, you know, my mind is everything. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. Ooh, we gotta take we gotta take Lawrence back to science. <laughs> chill, chill. It's been it's been a long week. It's been a long, I'm tired. But um, so um, so first things first. How's everybody's week? What everybody do this week? I mean, work. It's technically Tuesday. Well, whatever. Whenever this, this episode drops, probably like tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, but um, what you guys do so you, far? What you week? did your week before? I was a week before. I mean, Sunday I got to meet this family that I'm possibly working with. Oh. I have a trial tomorrow and Thursday. So, what's your shoot job? <laughs> Where? Because you got a child. What you doing? <laughs> no. So it's a nanny job. Oh, okay. But like the mom is like super protective, which I understand because of the whole COVID thing. So one of her kids actually has asthma. Mm. So in the beginning, she was like, yeah, I don't want you to take the train or the bus. So we had to walk. So I like walked on 146 in Lenox where I live to 119 in Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like from my, I walked it. And my watch was like, you did almost 6,000 steps today. I was like, well, then. <laughs> there you go. There go your workout. Who needs a gym? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I told her, I was like, you know, for now, it's okay. But once it starts to snow and shit, because I hate the snow, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Nice. So, question. Um, mm-hmm. When you... How long have you been a nanny? Since 2014. So, I'm going to ask some reckless question. Um, oh, Lordy. Any of the dads ever try to fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen a. I've seen a. Yo, you're lying. I don't believe you. Yeah, I see. I don't believe you, son. I, see I don't believe you. The no, baby I swear to God. So none of them, none of them. You know, one day you came with the baby. The mom wasn't there, and then you're in the kitchen making making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the family. And he just comes up behind you. <laughs> no, and says, Oops. I, I was just reaching for the Luke knife. Lucas watched too much babysitter porn. Nobody ever did that? Let me no. get the crust off my sandwich. I, because you, my first job, I know the family because I worked in a daycare. Okay. So the mom ended up getting pregnant. She was like, you know, because I know her son when he came in. That was actually my first day. So he was one. And when he left, obviously he was turning five. So I know the family for such a, such a long time. But usually I would just see the mom. I wouldn't really see the dad. I see occasionally, like, the dad and the mom were there. Like, they went away one time, and I took care of their dog. And he was just like, hey, just don't drink all my whiskey. Like, I don't care what you Don't drink all the whiskey. All his whiskey. So, So I still still don't believe you. Nah. I swear. I'm I'm pretty sure one of them made a pass at you. I mean, like. like, No type of flirting. No type of flirting. He randomly comes out the bathroom with no towel on. What kind of gigs do you think I this have? Said, I mean, it, it happens. It really does happen. No, it does happen. Um, I guess because I've always kept it professional. It don't matter. It's not about I mean, you. I'm talking about Consuela <laughs> comes clean the crib and the nigga still be trying. Like, yeah. With the naked man and shit like that. So it was like. <laughs> I mean, the most I thought that like somebody was trying to come on to me was a long time ago. And I. Have a feeling that my aunt listens to this, so it's like one of my aunt's exes. Oh, so just change the name. Like damn, of that. damn, damn. He was like, but I never was he did. Hispanic. He was. Oh, okay, he's like, call me a mommy. This one, you know, call me Hatomali. Let me talk to you. Tamali, no, that we don't say that. No, I'm saying, isn't, no, he, isn't it all mommy? Mama, yes. mamacita, ven no. aquí, dame beso. Mamacita, no. He asked, dame beso, dame beso. No. Mm. So none of them has ever tried to fuck you? No. Besides him? Or at I least mean, flirt. He didn't try to fuck me. He was just like kind of flirting with me and I was just like, it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I don't believe that. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the greatest men of all time. Can he fuck one of his? And, he, and greatest men of all time. And you know his only mistake he talks about? <laughs> is him fucking the nanny. Fucking the nanny. Arnold Schwarzenegger fucked the nanny, busted a whole ass nut. Inside of her? Inside of her. Oh, he shot the club up. He shot the club up like a massacre. And you know what happened? She had his kid. The kid looks just like him, but Mexican. It was like a Mexican version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's why I'm asking that. You keep telling me that nobody ever tried to put his dick on your your lap. No. Why I got to be on the lap, though? 
Dick on the left. Never had dick on the left. I don't know if you feel uncomfortable right now of me asking these questions. (laughs) But these are real life questions that goes on in the real world. I have friends who are nannies and they they tell me these stories. Nannies tell me these stories? Well, yes. I have a friend that she, she left her job. Because it wasn't actually the father; it was actually the mother was trying to come on. Yo, I was gonna ask that. Like, is it the? Oh, her mom was trying the to. Mom was trying to come on. Yo, to her. I've had a lady come into my job and was like, she was with, she was with somebody that wasn't her husband, and then she pulled me to the side, like, shh, you know, he don't he don't satisfy, like he don't give her enough, like, and then he be at work all the time, so it was like she going to the like she was paying for the beer, she brought the hotel and everything, and I'm like. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so let me so let, so let me ask you another question. So, has any of the couples ever invited you to the bedroom? No. Okay. I mean, if they not slinging a dick to her on her lap, I'm pretty sure they not asking. No, he. They probably was like, "Oh, I like this new." Nanny. As a nanny, no. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh! We gotta oh, be specific. Now, oh, why you so women you have do been that? Invited. Why do I women have do that? You have been invited. Have. So tell us the story Just before not. we go into your other. No. Oh, we about to get nah, he, he was he wanted a tryout before he came, before she became the head nanny. So what happened when you got invited? So to Wonderland. Um. So this is actually my ex godson's parents. These are assholes. So um, the dad, I had gone through my divorce. Oh, we're going to talk about this divorce in a oh, bit. Oh, God. Um, and Question, did your ex-husband did your ex-husband have a little dick? Oh, my God. Did that play a factor in the fact that you guys got divorced? <laughs> but we'll get back to that soon. <laughs> Hold that thought. Go back to oh, the inviting. Okay. Jesus so Christ. it's actually was my ex-husband's best friend. Ooh! Oh, the best nasty. friend was... He was he plotting! Nasty. He was plotting! He was so he was plotting! Was Yo, that's some whole nigga <laughs> shit. So, that's some whole nigga shit. Like, so, like he, hmm. like, he opened up his feelings for me, and I was just like... The fuck this is coming from? Like, this so is everybody, so everybody weird. just opens up their feelings to you? That's like some Maury show do, shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so like people secretly like you and then... And then so, say, yeah. Then and say, like, and you know, I've been that, waiting for you to become single. And then say that they're your girlfriend and then wife and then, you know... Yeah. Then they promise me the future. Oh. And, damn, man. You know? Damn. So it's a whole and then And then you know what happens? I get ghosted. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. You ever uh, got ghosted before? Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get back to this invite. <laughs> anyway, oh, so yeah, um, so yeah, so like he opened up his feelings, whatever, and he was like that, that he was how he was intimate with his wife, and they spoke about a threesome. Oh, a threesome. And so, well, she brung it up. Oh, so he was like, yeah, like I would like a threesome, whatever. So he says the next time that they're intimate, whatever, he goes, um. She's like, yeah, tell me about that threesome. So he says my name. And Darn so he was like, oh, I knew you liked her. Da, 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 da. Um, whatever. Whatever freaky stuff they were into. They were fucking while talking They were about fucking a while like, yeah, let's. So which bitch Amanda. you think, which girl you think is going to be a good potential? <laughs> oh, I, so, oh, I like Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Ooh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That, that's exactly yeah. who was like, Amanda yeah. Panda is good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She could put, she could put on that uh, panda outfit when she come in the room. It's lit. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they were like they were talking about like you know like yeah what do, what do you like about her and he was like she got a fat ass she got big tits and all that shit and I was just like this is weird damn you don't have no personality to you just got big tits and <laughs> yeah. a big ass listen, pretty much listen, this is why I'm just like <laughs> this is always usually like my thing I'm like what do you like about me my tits and my ass like that's pretty much it and they were like no no like I'm like okay so tell me something about me because you know shit don't know nothing about you mean me. as hell <laughs> I am I am very mean. <laughs> Nah, so so um, so I had went over because mm. I because they had moved. They used to live in Boston, mm-hmm. so they moved to PA. But I technically went to see my godson. Mm-hmm. That's cold word for you know. Okay. No, I swear to like, <laughs> I like strictly and because he kept, it was him telling me all of this, and so I was just like, I don't believe you for nothing. But like whatever, like I'm going to see my godson. That's that's my point. Of Were you ever intrigued throughout this this whole time? Like is, as. He's telling you these things. Has it, was there ever a point where he was like, maybe? I was like, maybe, but I've <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Yo, yeah, but, but go ahead. 
What what thought process did you have when when this when he was telling you this? Like you, I mean, because obviously, like at that time, I hadn't had sex in a while. Oh shit! So when you're saying certain things and you're turning me on, I'm just like, okay, this kind of sounds good. But, but what did, what did he say that turned you on? <laughs> Same. Come on, we here. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. So obviously, since you were mentioning my my ex. Obviously, sex was trash because I wasn't getting intimate like that with my ex. So, mm-hmm. why was the sex trash? Well, because nine, like I, I think I've mentioned it before a long time ago. Like ninety nine percent of the times, he would always turn me down. So oh. it would be like a once a week type of thing. But it was more like his nut and not mine. That, I and think so, that's trash. You got to make sure a woman get off in sex. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, like she should be busting. We would be intimate, you, and it wasn't like. 15 minutes or anything like people were like oh it's probably 15 minutes like no maybe max like maybe five minutes listen five minutes max five minutes top. You don't and that's it around? and once he's done he's done good night i'll see you in that the morning that nigga said get the nut and did, then did i'll be right next did to he him did he eat you out barely barely he not barely. eating the <laughs> so i didn't even go ask did he eat the ass because he barely eating no, pussy he so <laughs> um so he would go to sleep and I'm like, okay, so I you have to rub up? my, you know. You got to rub it out. I got to rub you it out. You got to flick your bean. I'm fucking horny as hell, so. Oh, man. So these niggas caught you in the right time. They was like. <laughs> they caught it. They caught so he probably, you know what's so crazy? You know what's, you know what, what I think is whole nigga, like, this whole nigga shit because it was his best friend. I think friends shouldn't date like their exes. Like, so. Nah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah I'm, but, I'm with you on that one. I'm but, with you on that one. But I, I believe it's more whole nigga shit. Like, he's a bitch for that because... He, he, he knew. He, he, he your knew husband was, was probably to. talking to him about the situation and telling him shit, and then low key he was plotting in the back of his mind, like, yeah, I'm about to I'm X, about Y, to and Z, yeah. And then when he when he found out that you and your husband was no longer together, it was mm. like, ah, right, it's time to move in. I got my girl. My girl's on board with the shits and shit like that. So he was like, let's put this plan in motion. Right. So 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 question question to the table then. Who is off limits? When you're doing a threesome? No, who is off limits when it comes to your friends? Like, is it a situation or anybody your friends mess with is off limits? Or is it like girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend? You know what I mean? Like, is it like they were in a serious relationship with that person? Nah, I see it. I see it as if if you fuck with somebody, no matter what it was, y'all were talking. Y'all in the stages of talking to see where it goes. That's that's off limits. As, if I'm supposed to be a friend, your brother, would you fuck? your sister. Or would you fuck? Nah, I'd rather go get a... First of all, if you if I'm single and you talking to her and she look good, I'm pretty sure there's friends. She got good looking friends, so I'm going to get on one of the friends. Like I'd rather do that instead of fighting over the same yeah. girl for okay, you. Okay, okay. What about you, Amanda? Um, <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, Amanda, question. tell us, because you know... Um, <laughs> if it was somebody close in the circle, I'll be like, no, so I wouldn't it was do outside like the that. circle. If it was somebody outside the circle, like I, yeah, I know the person by name. Oh, so you're trying to be spot on right now? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. But um, yeah, that's I'm gonna say because I don't know why I know why I woke text. <laughs> oh, I I know why I said what I said, but um, <laughs> all right, so. Let's go back to the story of this this threesome. Uh, <laughs> so you go, obviously never happened. You go to Pennsylvania. Yeah, I go to Pennsylvania. Um, I'm spending more time with, which was Michael Mai, um, and my godson because obviously the dad was like working and stuff like that. And then she randomly tells me how like he cheated on her before. Oh, here we and go. It was like with one of her relatives. Him? Oh, what kind of Jerry Springer show <laughs> shit? I was just like, Yo, this man is wild. Uh, Yo, he went to threesome with you and his girl, but then he cheated no, with her. So, yeah, so it was her relative. It was like her cousin. Oh my god. Then he cheated on her with her his sister's best friend. Damn. And like a few other chicks, and I was just like, her oh, sister's so he best messy, friend. Messy, messy. Yeah, his sister's best friend. He has a sister, her best friend. I think, well, as far as my sister, I'm trying to bag your friends if they look good. You're supposed but to be able to But they married. Nah, I'm saying, I'm not saying in oh, that. He, he was fucking he was a married mar- woman? He was married. No, he one, he was, he was married. married. I'm saying, in that instance, that's off limits. That's foul. But I'm yeah. saying, like, if you single and your sister got some good looking friends, yo, sister, come here. Who's that? Put me So he that. was pretty much trying to tell me, like, she did <sighs> tell me that she came home drunk 
and she mentioned a threesome, a threesome but it's because she wanted to test him oh, and see what see, he was going to say. She wanted to see what bitch you be looking at besides yeah. me. And now I know it's Amanda. I'm going to have a talk with her. We going yeah, to talk. So pretty much. But then shit like went left. She got drunk again? No, shit went left because I had like, I ended up getting sick one of the days, yeah. and so I stood with the baby, oh. and he came home. He tried to come onto me, and I was like, absolutely not. So he went upstairs and he he fell asleep. She came home like a hurricane. Yeah, motherfuckers were fucking. Oh, da, 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 da. And I was just like, what are you talking about? And she went wild. I ended up taking the bus back home that day. So that's why you ain't crazy. get the fuck because she 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 didn't smooth into it. She, she didn't want to do it. Yeah. She did it. She really didn't want to do it. Like she was telling me because she was going off like because they they are in the background of you know Christianity, but she was trying to tell me like and I was just like Lord Jesus. But she was saying how like when she has sex with her husband, she just feels like she's being raped. Oh my god! Because he does things that she doesn't really like. She'd be like, "No, I don't want to do this," but he does it anyways. Like what? Uh damn! You're gonna make me remember. Like I, yes, I don't remember. Yes, yes, yes. I want to know what. Like what? What's up? Um, the viewers are watching and listening. I guess it was like like the anal stuff. Oh shit! Um, the eating the ass. Okay, um, my man. Nah, that's not that nigga pin. First of all, it was like kind of like torturing involved, yeah, and she wasn't into that type of stuff. And like calling her, well, this is what you like calling her a bitch and shit like oh, that. I, I, I don't call women. No, you bitches. don't call no call woman a bitch in the in the bedroom. No, I don't, I don't call that. I did too much. No, I you want to get punched in your face? No, the, the sex stops right. Who the fuck you think I, you calling a bitch? Too much, I deal with way too many women who are like, um, dominant already, mm-hmm. and, I, and me calling a any. I have never in my life been able to call a girl a, a slut or a bitch in the bedroom. Listen, I got somebody tried to try to try to with me saying like, "Oh, do you like getting called bitch in the bed?" And I was just like, "Uh, no. Some you want to die?" Some, some, women, some do. women like that. Yeah. But I got a story for you. So, so I, I met up with my boy the other day, mm. and uh, I haven't seen him in mad long. He just, he, he's freshly divorced, whatever, and he's on this app called Fender. Not Tender. Fender. Fender. So the app is a sex app. Oh, Sounds, I mean. It must be worse than Tinder, then. So you literally go on there to meet other people who have the same fetishes as you, who also, like, couples who are looking for a third person to come in. And my boy's into that. Mm-hmm. He just want to be the third person yeah. to sling some dick and get out. Yeah. He don't want the relationship. He don't want just, the relationship. Just hit him with the wee-wee. <laughs> yeah. So he was a... So I was like, Word? And then he's telling me a story about how he met this couple on there. They hit him up, and he felt so good because he felt like it was like 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 the husband brought a gift into relationship, and that gift was him. <laughs> and then I was like, "What?" He was like, "Yeah, you know, I felt like the gift." And then after we did our thing, we're in the living room. They're in the kitchen. I'm on the couch, and they brought me gifts. <laughs> Nigga said they had everything rolled out in the towel. Like, the like they, they bought me gifts. Shit out. And he was like, I felt so good. I felt like I was giving them euphoria. I was giving them a new life. I was in I was improving their sex life. And I was like, yo, I feels you, dogs. I feels you. That's just scary though. It, it, it is a little scary. I was asked, I was asked. To fuck this dude's wife when I was in Vegas once. I wanted to do it, but then I was scared because I didn't know nobody. <laughs> I really wanted to do it. I was gonna ask you that you ever been invited to do something with somebody and you just be so nervous that you just like fake cancel, like I got it, I got shit to do. I'm not I'm gonna have to take a rain check on this. Yeah, once. It was this it was this nasty 50-year-old I was fucking at one time. Nasty? Bruh. I'd say out of all the nasty bitches I fucked, probably number two. <laughs> How many did you? Did you want number two? Like <laughs> she was number two on the list of like just like to a point I was scared. I was like twenty three. Mm. I was frightened. She was uh, she was out there like I'm gonna teach you a few things. Old Jamaican women are very scary in the bedroom. They're nasty. <laughs> They're absolutely And she was nasty. old Jamaican. She had a short haircut, because I noticed a lot of mothers yes. that, that Jamaican short haircut, had the short haircut. Short haircut, <laughs> fatty, 
Fat, super fat. The wagon. And they know how to cook. And they know how to cook. You number one, that number good one. Number one was this 45-year-old um, Dominican woman. Mm, they, they oh, shit. Nasty. Face look mad wrinkled, but the body be on point. Yo. She, her face be looking like dried up raisins, but her body be on point. Nigga, that shit be <laughs> Shit be fire. Yo. The shit be Fire. And they make it a Dominican breakfast in the morning for you. Yo, you get the you get nah. Queso frito. Get the get the fried cheese with the salami and everything. Give me some tostones and all of that. No, not tostones. It's mango. No, I don't. I can't. I love. Listen, I don't eat mango. I mess with my stomach. I eat mango. I love the queso frito and salami. The um, not mango. The other, the green banana that they try to do mango with it too. Oh my god, juca, juca. I love juca. That shit is disgusting. That's a. I'd rather eat bacalao. Something like that. The, uh, I think well, that's how you say it in English. Nah, that juca shit is fucking disgusting. My family's from Honduras, so. Uh, huh? How do you say it again? What? Uh, uh, is it cassava? I think so. I don't know. The yuca. Yuca. That's he, all, I don't know. He don't know what juca is like. No, he, he knows what it see. is because me, him, and I talked about it before. I think it's it, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Something I just know like it tastes good. Man, shit, I'm. I just know that as juca. I didn't even know it was. My family. I'd rather eat a tamale for breakfast. Fuck it. So <laughs> you're divorced though, B. So oh, lordy, how'd you deal with that? Um, I think a better question is how did how did it lead to a divorce besides you not being like. Sexually pleased because you know it was when he. It wanted. wasn't just about the sex. It was our communication was trash. Okay. Because we lived with his parents, and he's a mama's boy. So how old were you when you were married? Like how how how? I old? was twenty five. You like forty now, motherfucker. <laughs> so <laughs> so so question because you did talk about this on the show before, right? Nah, about your not breakup. The whole thing. I. Bits and pieces. But but so what I really want to know is why so early? Why did we get married early? Yeah, at such a young age. Well, this is uh so when you grow up in church, mm-hmm. they kind of force you to do things a mm-hmm. little early and you have to do things according to the rules of the of the you know the Bible and all that stuff. So I was twenty five, he was twenty seven, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't remember. But you guys didn't really explore anything. We by didn't. That, by that yeah, time. you didn't get. Did you have sex before, before him? No, because oh, before him, yeah. yeah, I had sex before him. Was he like was by twenty five? That's like, you, you haven't even entered your whole stage yet. <laughs> what? I thought I thought that started off in your early twenty ones though. She can go. She she can go away to college. Oh yeah, cause college lifestyle for women is. I've 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 had women that I was dealt that I've dealt with. They'd be like, you know, their college years was was like their whole years and stuff yeah. like that. I um well, I grew up in church since I was little, so I never had those phases. And so, um, have you ever had that whole phase? I don't think I did. So, I think every woman should go through that. Okay. And I'm not talking about just randomly sucking dick. Um, <laughs> like, just go on multiple dates and, like, date a bunch of dudes. No, like. I mean, I've dated people before, nah, but I'm no, not, no, like, no, I'm no. not nah, fucking ta- random niggas. She's talking about a few one-night stands in there. No, like yeah, that. like, like mm. all right, cool. Like, all right, Absolutely just date, not. like, more than one person at a time. Have you ever had a one-night stand before? Absolutely not. Oh, Who the hell God. you think I am? Well, a human being. <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I've had one. I, I mean, because... You ever had one? Yeah. Because of my background and what I've been through, I've never done it. And it was life. weird for me because I actually worked with the girl. Through? So, can, please, you, so, everybody... Hold go, on. No, no, hold on. What's the, what have you been through? So, are we opening this up? Yeah, we're opening this up. It's unpackaged. Okay. So, um, I have been raped. Wait, What? As um, how old girl. are you? I was six to the age of eleven. Wow, six I'm to sorry. the age of eleven. Yeah. No, hold on. This was a five year thing. Yeah. By who? By a relative. A relative. Yeah. Shit. So <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, yeah. So um, this like happened when I lived in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the majority of times it would happen, the person would be drunk. So it was like a come home drunk thing, and then, yeah, okay. And then as he long lived as with y'all, yeah, okay. 
And so as long as nobody else was in the house, that's when he would take advantage. I mean, he couldn't been that drunk if you're paying attention to see who the fuck is in the house before you get crazy. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think drunks, I think when you're drunk, you know what's going on. Yeah. You just And you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's just that it's more... Like, you get to blame the alcohol. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. state is not 100%, like, aware, but I think you know, kind of know what's going on. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So, um, I mean, even as I got older, it happened, like, the most common memory that I have, um, I was, I, me and my brother used to share a bed. So we had a one bedroom at that time. And then my parents and other people would sleep in the living room. Yeah. So at night, he would come to my bed. And my brother's a very heavy sleeper and I'm older. So that's when he would take advantage. So then he would, like, there was one time he passed out next to me. So I got up. And I went to sleep somewhere else, and he followed me. He woke up after you. Yeah, like okay, he, oh, okay, he, okay. he like I guess he woke up and he realized you, I wasn't there. He got up and he went to see where I was and continued to. That's lay like down kids over there. when when they lay with their parents and yeah. their parents try to get up and move away, and the kid will wake up and be mm-hmm. like, oh, or you put them back there. in their bed and they yeah, like, they'll come back, back and they'll come back again. So. You got, we gotta unpack this a little bit. Yo, this okay. <laughs> <laughs> unload. This okay, slow. okay. Um. So your brother's sleeping next to you. Yes. And he's still doing stuff to you. And he's still you. doing yes. stuff next on top of you while your brother's sleeping next to you. Nah, I can't be that's, asleep. That, that's wild. That's wild, first of all. Number two, are you aware what's going on? Like, do you understand? Because you're six, seven, I, eight at yeah, the time. Yeah, this time I was, I might have been like 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what the word was. I didn't even know too much of like what sex exactly was. Like I've heard of it because my friends would talk about it. And so I never knew what the word rape was until I hit, uh, I think it was 16 when my memories triggered because I had blocked everything out of my mind for such a long time. You blocked it out of your mind? I blocked it out of my mind. Yo, that's how powerful the mind is, bro. It is. The the mind is, is crazy shit. But, um... Something happened to me that it triggered my memory, and then I think that's the first time I had an anxiety attack and panic attack. The, and this was six. This was at sixteen. I was like sixteen. What yeah. triggered it? Um, I'm trying to remember what exactly. So I oh so I was sitting down with somebody that I'm close to that from my old church. Yeah. And she gives me her story, and I had no reason. I didn't know what why she was telling me it, and she her story said, "What's that?" Her story basically, like she she was molested. Okay, okay. By somebody in her family, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't understand why she was telling me, until she mentioned somebody really close, and for whatever reason, my like everything started flashing in my head, and so she was saying like she knew what I went through because, you know, we're high believers of the Lord demonstrates stuff to you. So she had said like the Lord had demonstrated to her what I had went through as a kid. And that I demonstrate. never... It spoke to her like, you know, she had a vision or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like... She's seen it listen, like... I know what this means, but the, I mean, the that's listeners... What, that's, the that's listeners that's like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm just like... <laughs> but now nah, I get what she's saying. It was like basically like, you know, sometimes... It was like a talk, revelation yeah, or something. Yeah, you talk to God yourself like, God, you know, I'm going through something. Can you help me get through this or can you give me a sign? And it was just like... It, it, he just spoke to her like not physically like she just sat there, you know, visualized him talking to her and it was just like... Damn, that's what she went through. Like all of that, God. Let me be her angel and be here for her, cause I I, I see what she's went through. Mm-hmm. I've been through the same shit. Let me talk to her. We on the same wavelength about right. it. So, yeah. and it's funny because that's exactly <laughs> what she was saying in regards to like growing up. Like I hated coming home. I would always try to stay in people's houses so I would not be able to come home. So at that time. I had a best friend named Elizabeth. And so I only told her what was going on. And when was this? When did you tell her? I was like in third grade. Okay. And so I told her, because we lived the block apart, mm-hmm. but we were in the same school together. And so she would kind of try, try to talk to her mom, like, you know, can Amanda stay for like after school? It was hard for them because they, I didn't know at that time, but I know now, but they lived in a shelter. Oh, so they couldn't so, have visitors. Yeah, they couldn't like they couldn't have visitors. It was a different type of shelter shelter for like families. Like they had like a regular apartment, but it was under the shelter. 
And so I could only visit till like at least six o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's so that's surprising because I know shelters nowadays they don't even let you have company over like yeah that's what I'm saying it's yeah. not like a like a like a, it's a regular building yeah 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 like you know, a brownstone type. yeah, yeah I see I, I, I um one of the when I was in third grade there was a girl that lived in a shelter but she lived in like a building yeah yeah Saratoga I think it was called it, it's in it, Queens it comes yeah. out like a brown it looks like a brownstone and it has multiple apartments in there and they mm-hmm. give mine's look like a like a legit like building building. Yeah, like, like a high end condo. Yeah. Go ahead. Excuse me. Um. So yeah. So like her her mom would say like yeah you know Tavien or like no like you know they're not gonna let her because she's been coming so many they're gonna start thinking she lives here yeah. type of thing. So I would have to kind of struggle to have to go home every day, and then it would get to the point where my mom started babysitting at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I would cry and beg for her to take me to work. And I, you know, not just as an educator, but I'm really high in, like, children's reactions to things. Because sometimes, you know, a lot of kids are threatened. You tell your, you tell anybody, like, I've seen it, like, on shows. I've, I've even seen other kids saying, like, oh, well, they said they would kill my dad if, if I told anybody type of thing. Was that, like, ever an issue with you, like... Did my he thing say was to he didn't say anything to me, but the thing is that me and my mom had no relationship. We still don't have a relationship. So I don't want to cut you off before you finish that, but a side note, like, you know, cause I'm gonna call him a predator because that's what he was. He was a predator. He was six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes they try to explain themselves and make it seem um reasonable for the shit that they doing. Like he didn't he didn't try to explain himself to you like you know No. It was just like I'ma do what I wanna do and then I'm gonna get yeah, up. And like he, have you ever seen him till this day? I do. Does anybody know it was him? Yes. Cause I didn't I did well I told who my best friend is now mm-hmm. because she had went through the same experience. Okay. Where her Elizabeth, uncle right? No, the her name is Melina. Hey, Melina. <laughs> and so she was actually raped by her uncle. She actually spoke out about it, and he's deported in Dominican Republic. Nasty ass nigga. Go ahead. And so um, that's when I, when I, you know, when I eventually end up telling somebody else that wasn't my old best friend in elementary, and so we shared that, and then um, we spoke about like you know, you should tell your mom type of thing. I was like, she's not gonna believe me. Because for years that I know, my stepdad would. Um, oops. <laughs> well, there you go. Time <laughs> <laughs> to hang it up, fam. <laughs> it was your stepdad. It was my stepdad. So, um, I, my where, bad. Where he live? Can't can't tell you. Yeah, that. where where he live at? Let me. No, I just want to. Ha- I want to have a conversation with him. I want to have a real conversation with him. Um, uh-huh. this is why I'm very protective. Of my sisters, because especially my little sister, she's ten. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, so I he mean, lives. Wait, hold on, hold no, on. Hold he on. doesn't. He doesn't. My mom and my stepdad are not together. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's but not of course, they about do, to say, wrap this shit up. <laughs> We're going to Brooklyn. <laughs> um, they do see him because that is their father, but okay. it's through visitation things that they're going through right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm very protective of them because. There, so I have two last names technically, and I don't go by any of my last names. Okay, it's like when, it's like you, like you. I would say you don't do it because it's like you resent. Like I don't do it one because I have my ex husband's last name still. So aren't y'all divorced? Yeah, yeah. we're divorced, but unfortunately, when every when the divorce was final, yeah. Rona happened. So so shit went closed down, and I don't want to go back to my maiden last name because my maiden last name is my stepdad's last name. So why so, you don't take um, your mom's last name? Hell no, for one. But I, well, I'm, I, did I know if my dad does not listen? Um, I know my stepmom, but she knows this. I want to get my dad's last name. So I have to go through a lot of legal stuff in order to get my dad's last name. You can change your last name. Yeah, he got yeah, to go I can, but I have to go, like, I have to bring proof of this. Because now that they started opening things back up, I just have to show proof that I can have my... Father's last name changed because of the divorce thing and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, but so that that generational line, which I'm not gonna say the last name, no, that's fine. It's just um, to me, it's a it's a curse. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Generational not, not, curse. Nah, nah, I feel you. I feel you. And so, because as an adult, I learned that he's not the only person in that family that tried to rape somebody or actually did rape somebody. So, I I mean, not too, maybe like two years ago, um, somebody from that bloodline was trying to, trying to tell me, was trying to tell me that like demanding sex from me. And I was just like, demanding you, sex from you at yeah. this age, like, how, I, you like yeah, this was like two years ago. What do you mean demanding sex? Like he, he, he tell like I was, I was laying down, and I had obviously my blanket over me. Mm. Um, one of my relatives was flying away. The other one had stepped out to because they were drunk, mm. so that one of them was stepped out to get more liquor. So the other one proceeded to like came to where I was at, yanked off my uh, blanket. And was like, um, I want to have sex with you right now. Yank the blanket off of you. Yeah. And I was just like, you, you're crazy. And like, he started saying stuff to me in Spanish and like demanding me, like if I wanted to live there, that I had to do what he wanted and all that stuff. And it just got crazy. Luckily enough, he went away because I kept like trying to escape from him. And then um, he came back and he was apologizing and then when the other person came back, like I told them, and it was like no way, that type of thing. Um, but whatever. And so, um, I mean, is that the first time that's happened to me? Um, it's it's just a lot. Like that same person had molested me when I was little. That tried to have sex with me this time as an adult. That's the same person. Same person. Nah, he got to get his dick cut off. So that's what I mean. Like it's a generational curse. That family not only do. They are, they're known for being rapists, but they also alcoholics. So can I ask you a question? Yes. Has that affected your sex life? It has. In what way? So, like I said, he's my, my stepdad stopped doing that to me when I was 11 because that's when I had my period for the first time. Mm-hmm. So cut that shit off. Because he can't Right. Wait, he was. Well, I'm not even. Well, gonna I, ask I don't. That. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't remember uh, all of that. Um, but no, anyways, that's, that's what it is. No, it's, yeah. Because it's. Now he can get you pregnant and he can get caught. Yeah. Right. So before he was able to get away with it because. Yeah. So, um, uh, sorry, what did you ask me again? How did it affect your sex life? Oh, yeah. As an adult. So I didn't have sex till I was 16, 17. And my ex knew what I, what I went through. And so, like, we try to take things slow, but then certain things gave me reminders. Like what? Of, like, what my ex, uh, sorry, what my stepdad would do to me, and I would kind of, like, just freeze. But besides him, my ex being a douche, he was very supportive. Mm -hmm. So when he saw, like, I was uncomfortable, he would stop, and he would kind of just, like, are you are you having like bad experience right now? And I'm like, yeah. So he like we just stopped doing everything and we would just kind of just talk it out, which was helpful for me. Mm-hmm. But even still, like as an adult, it leads me to like I don't trust anybody. So besides the sex part in your relationship with your ex husband, like mm-hmm. did it affect any other type of part in your relationship? Like did it play a part in your relationship? Like. Because you um, said it was hard it's hard for you to trust men in general. I know um, I have a nine-year-old daughter. I feel right. like a, a, a father figure and men in general play a very big part in, in girls, like women, mm-hmm. in, in helping them develop. So you going through that, it, it shed a light on men, how, how you perceive men. Like yeah. So in your relationship, you, I mean, I'm, I congratulate you because you was able to uphold that and you got in a relationship you got married and everything so in that relationship besides sex was you affected in any other type of way like did you um so not a lot of people know this but i am terrified of drunk angry men yeah so like i've been a lot of around a lot of you guys that you guys can be drunk but you guys are like funny and silly and just assholes sometimes. But when it becomes aggressive, yeah. I get into this. I don't want to say a funk because it's more like I start to panic. Mm-hmm. And um, the only person that kind of understood what I was going through was Dre. Mm-hmm. So, like, he he knew when I was uncomfortable. He knew when I was dealing with something. 
and we'll kind of just like either I just need to step away real quick or we would just figure it out. So basically it was like he hit the automatic reset button. You took a time out and you just stepped away and was like, let's figure this shit out together type shit. Like, I know you've been through this. I'm here for you type. Like, he was was like your support. Yeah, of course. Shout out to Big Baby Drain and your sports podcast. Um, But yeah, so like still to this day, like it's hard for me to trust anybody because that that's why like, I say that I've never been through that whole phase because of the fact that what I went through, mm-hmm. not just with my stepdad, but being molested by family members as well. You know, my dad has become super protective of me now. And so he knows now. Yeah, if- My dad. Yes. I only had told my stepmom. Yeah. And she was like, I know that you don't want to, but, you but you're going to have to tell your that's dad. That's a fact. I would want my daughter him? to tell me. Oh, he wanted to. Nigga's still alive. He what wanted to. And the only reason why... Where is this guy at? I can tell you. Nah, he he out here because she said you can't tell. It's some place we could get to him because she don't want to say, so I'll give it to her. Um, but, um, yeah, my dad, uh, I always feel, I'm like, I'm always very protected, like I said, of my sisters as well. My... Except for my 10-year-old sister, but all the other ones know what I've been through because I had finally told my mother. Yeah. And What did uh, your mother say? So my mom, she doesn't listen to this. I, I don't, at this point, I don't really don't give a shit. Um, she was like, what? Like, he penetrated you? Da, da, da. Like, he's a disgusting motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. But then a few weeks later, she was back with him. Nah. Because at this time, they had separated because uh, he was cheating on my mom. Nah. And Mm-mm. she went back with him. Nah. And when that happened, I got pissed. Like, I was beyond pissed. And was, I, was, I was like, this is why I never tell her anything. Because she's always going to choose anybody over me. She's still like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like... like uh, A lot of Spanish moms, when they get, like, get attached to a dude that they with, I noticed that I've seen it firsthand. Like, yeah. When, uh, and it, I'm not poking fun at Spanish people because it happens with all races. But since Amanda's here, you know, she's a Latin descent. So I'm using Latin women. Like, my family's from Honduras. My mom is partly Spanish. So it's like... Mm-hmm. But I've seen it in other households and stuff. So I get what you're saying. It's like, once they're hooked on whatever dude or whatever case may be, it could be hell and hot water for their kids. Like, they're going to... They they're gonna act like they support the kids, but nah. At the end of the day, like this is the nigga that I'm fucking and I'm dealing with. I love him so. So and yeah, it's sad. Because it's very sad. It is because I mean, sometimes I get really mad and I get super emotional because the t- decisions that she's made. Yeah. And like I've told her, uh, I mean, he. This is not the first time he just like he cheats on her. This has been a whole bunch of other times that I know as a kid that he's done, but I've never said anything because I didn't want to split the household. Because, you know, I'm the oldest from their side of four other siblings. So I never wanted to be the reason. And then the fact that I'm the different child, they were like, oh, you you fucked up the family type of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I lost my train of thought. So you, you tell your mom, your mom ends up going, yes. dating him and getting back with him. Mm-hmm. And what happens after? Um, They pretty much were in the same roller coaster ride so then whenever she would get mad at him she would throw them in his face that he was like uh, a pedophile and a, tri- a child rapist and all that stuff but why are you with him like yeah. you know right. this man done it, this to that's your exactly kid that's exactly what like... gets me mad like from the moment I, I told you you should have drawn the line from there. That's a fact. You got to go. You lucky niggas ain't beating your ass because I would have. you would have been set up. Niggas would have been waiting for you outside. I would have threw your shit outside. Niggas would have handed you outside and that would have been the end of it. But right. the fact is you taking this man back. See, I, I, I'm so passionate about it, like I said, because I have a daughter. You know, mm-hmm. me and my daughter's mother's not together. She has a boyfriend and they mm-hmm. had kids together. And I had a conversation with him. I was like, listen, I don't, ha- I don't have no problem with you 
dealing with my daughter's mother, what we had is the past. Y'all deal with each other now. That's between y'all. At the end of the day, my daughter's my concern. So as long as my daughter's okay in the household with y'all two there, it's fine. If my daughter don't come back and telling me nothing, we don't have to deal with nothing. I shake your hand. I shook his hand like a man, and I told him, my daughter's my main prerogative. I don't care if y'all niggas fuck like jackrabbits, you and my daughter's mother. As long as it doesn't affect my daughter, my daughter doesn't come back and tell me anything, I don't have to deal with it because as much as goofy and fun as I am, on this shit when it comes to my daughter I do not play I will do jail time for my daughter so hearing shit like this is like why does it not click in your brain to distance yourself or disconnect yourself from something so serious as this it's like it's like a spit in the face slap in the face and it's like this is your daughter. She came out of your vagina. You held this child in your stomach. Women, y'all go through a lot. Y'all are some beautiful queens, and this is for every race out there. Women, y'all go through a lot as it is. And to carry a kid for nine months and to push a kid out or, or get a C-section and mess up your body or whatever the case may be, kids are beautiful. And they, and they hear this and, and and it's like I'm as a that's like it, it happens to men too. Men, you get molested too, but we're dealing with Amanda's situation right now. And it's like for you to come and tell her that to her face, even have the courage, because it's people that commit suicide doing this. Right. So you had the strength to live through this, still deal with it, and come to your mom. And then it's like, bitch, where's where the fuck is my support at? Right. I don't have. That's support exactly from you. where. Uh, so my suicide started to grow as I was being raped as a kid. The fact that I was trying to give some type of signal to my mom and, well, like I said, being my mom never got along. Um, so uh, not only, well, that's what I'm saying, generational curse. So not only are they rapists, not only are they alcoholics, but they're men beaters. So he would beat my mom. In and, front of you? Yeah. And so the fact that he would beat my mom, she would get, she would take her aggression out on me. So she will hit me. Oh, uh, so it was like she knows she can't whip his ass. So yeah. it's like it's like a kid when you when a sibling getting beaten, you laugh, they be like, Oh, you next then. So, yeah. so let me ask you a question. Um earlier in the podcast you talked about how you get annoying people like, Oh, like like me for my tits and my ass. Yes. Did you get an early feeling of like men don't want you? for who you are but just for your body of course because of that whole situation yeah so uh i mean the, the whole situation in general and i've had like i said they get drunk and they do stupid shit and they say stupid shit so my relatives would get super drunk and they'll be like oh how can how can your ex leave you with the, some lush ass tits like yours what <laughs> and i'm just like super uncomfortable and I'm like don't talk to me like that and it was like oh what happened it's okay for for such and such to say it to you but I can't say it to you and I'm just like absolutely not like you're being an asshole you're being a dick so and then I I grew like my my chest started developing fast at 12 mm -hmm. so I already was wearing like a double d at 12 years old Jesus so um and then that's what I'm saying like back problems oh hell yeah <laughs> what did you just ask about back problems? Yeah, cause nah, my boobs it. are heavy. They nah. my back be killing me. My back is killing me right nah, now. There are a lot of girls with big boobs. Nah, I know. Yeah. I, I, listen, I know, I know. Yeah. No, but go ahead. But um, that's why, like, I'm a little concerned about my little sister because she's developing the way I was. Okay. She's ten. So, question, right now that you bring up your sisters, yes. have your sisters ever spoke to you or say like, you know, he's tried to do something with them? Or oh no, they like. I ask them, and they know because me and my sisters are very blunt. Yeah. We don't sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Um. So I tell them, I was like, I don't care if it's not if it's not your dad. I don't care if it's not like your uncle or your grandpa. But if anybody tries anything with you, you yeah. tell me. I don't give a fuck who it is. So you're in your twenties. What's the, the 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 sister under you? How old is she? Okay, so from my mom's side, um, I have an 18-year-old sister. Okay. I have a sister that's going to be turn 15 in October. Okay. And then the 10-year-old. And and the 10 and 15 is the one that's his kids, right? The 10, 15, and 18. I'm the only one that's the different. So, so how, like, he has three daughters, and, he's, and yeah. he did that. Mm-hmm. It's karma. It it's very much is karma. Um where has the mom ever apologized throughout the years like said anything like has you guys ever repaired this relationship like i know you said it's bad but has there ever been like a a real conversation now that they're not together no 
Because she loves toxicity. So do you still communicate with your mom even after this shit? <laughs> you don't want to punch her in the face? I mean, there's times that I do. And it's not just me, because sometimes I'm like, maybe it's just me and I'm going crazy. But, like, my brother has told her off. Yeah. That, because my brother, because, okay, off. so she's in this relationship right now with uh, with a guy that I don't give two shits for. And he one day, like, disrespected my mom in front of me and my sisters. But he's, like, yelling at her. So I'm not going to say, I don't give a shit who you are. And as long as, I mean... Me and my mom's relationship could be trash. I'm not gonna let you disrespect my mom in front of me. Yeah. So I go and I defend her. So whatever happened, he went and he told my mom that I was rude and disrespectful, that he didn't do anything, so that I needed to apologize to him. I was like, fuck you. Like, no. Wait, you need to apologize to him? Yeah. For what he, he did? Yeah. This nigga lucky he ain't six feet under. So you talking so, about that you, we gonna see this nigga. So after that, something else happened and I defended her and then they had supposedly broken up. Then my sisters had told me, it's like four days later, and they're like, um, we were like on FaceTime, and they were trying to find something to eat. And I was just like, why don't you just like heat up Chef R.A.D. or something? And it was like, oh, because we don't have any more. That's, that's food at the house. <laughs> yeah. But then they, they were telling me that they don't have milk or juice or like any foods like that because they've been telling my mom, like, we need food. And she hasn't been home in four days. I said, what do you what? mean your mother hasn't been home in four days? And this is with the three sisters or is it yes. just a... So, um, long story short, like, we find my sister, it was like Saturday because I was helping my friend move. My yeah. sister FaceTimes me and she's like, you're not going to believe. So when we're mad at our mom, we say your mother. So she's like, you're not going to believe where your mother's at. Yeah. And I was like, where is she? She's like, she's with her boyfriend. I so, said, no way. So do you ever think that... Um, Oh, we gotta go soon, but um, yeah. I think we sometimes forget our parents are humans, mm-hmm. and they're regular people. Yeah, but there's no way. No, in no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to it. That they're regular people, and regular people can be completely fucked up. Right. And I think sometimes we look at the lens of like, that's my mother, so I'm expecting more out of her. Right. And I think sometimes we have to look at it as that fucked up person that we know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like for me, like I understand 100% what you're saying. Yeah. For me, it's more like since I've always been treated as a different child, I still get treated as a different yeah. child from her. Yeah. My dad does not treat me like that. Is it that. because of, you think she treats you different because of the relationship be- between her and your father? Well, Is she still bitter from that relationship? I can't, I'm not going to say yes, because my father didn't come into my life until I was 19. So yeah. that was about 10 years ago. Yeah. So even before that, she was still bitter to me. But 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 would it be bitter because her and your father had a fallen out? Your, your father and her had a fallen out, which probably why she's so bitter. Probably. Towards, I mean, she you. says that she has no ill towards him. I mean, my sure? dad got locked up. Do they still conversate like like from time to time? Like like my dad and my my mom. Like she'll call him up for something or something like no the, nothing. There's no, no need to. Uh, I mean, I'm 29. I'm <laughs> yeah, but I, I I really think that you may not see it, but what from what you're telling me, it seems like um she still holds a bitterness towards you because of your father, right? And whatever went down, we don't know, but mm-hmm. there's some type of ill will where she takes out on you. And I also think because she's such messed up in the head. Yeah. And I think she constantly looking for love from men. Mm-hmm. From what you're telling me, I don't know her for sure, um, is why she does what she does. It sounds like the Precious movie. Like, yeah. she was mad that... Her father yeah. raped her and got her pregnant, and she was like, "That that should have been me, bitch. Like, how you don't look better than me? Who are you? Like, mm-hmm. why he sleeping with you but not with me? Like, right. that's and it kind of sounds like that, and it's like that's trash. That that's like he's scum, she's scum to grow up. That and then your childhood was kind of. I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel any type of way, but it's like your childhood was ruined. You didn't, yeah. you didn't grow didn't up being evil, Knievel, right. having scrapes and scars running in your mom. Like, like everything you know. that I've experienced, and like people, some well, some people be like, because I know a lot about kids. Yeah, not just because I'm an educator now, but also because 
I'm the oldest. And so I've basically raised all my siblings mm. from my mom's side. And so um, I grew up having to deal with that, having to raise my kid, my, my brothers and sisters. My little sister is like a strange to me that she looks up to me more like a mom than her own mother. Yeah, that's sad because you see, you see, she sees firsthand like what you've been through, what what uh, what you still going through, and right. she still see your mom hasn't changed. It's like it's yeah. like a crackhead, and they go to rehab, and clean for two weeks, and then you call, and then you turn around and do the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like you, it's like she just relapse over everything. Yeah. And that shit is that shit is disgusting. Um, we are almost out of time, guys. I want to thank and uh, say thank you, Amanda. Thank you, thank you. You you are a queen. You are strong. You are the queen. You know she came be. on here. Me and Amanda spoke about this episode sometime last year. You know she you know she was fully one hundred percent with doing this. She came to me with it. You know I just wanted to make sure that. She wanted to do this, and, and she was strong-minded. She said, you know, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to tell my story. So I really appreciate Amanda Panda for being on the episode. You know, Amanda does do the social media stuff for Cats and Dogs on Instagram. She is on the Facebook page. Holla, holla. Cats and- <laughs> well, not right now. I'm on jail. Oh, yeah. Amanda's in jail. <laughs> Until Thursday. <laughs> Amanda's doing the bid, and she's telling her story at the same time. So, you know, we got the exclusive interview from jail with Amanda and everything like that. We got Sir Wilkins here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we are missing one person, Trap Queen Tati. She couldn't be here. She out there gambling in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I am your boy Lawrence, aka Mister. Hit it with the wee wee. Um, this is an episode of Cats and Dogs. We are leaving, guys. Thank you. I appreciate all the love and support that you give us. Keep, keep, keep listening. Keep watching. Keep uh, commenting in a, in a group and everything like that. If you feel like you need you. You got an episode that you think we should cover, a topic or anything like that. You can you can slide in our inboxes on Facebook, or anything like that. Please be respectful. That's all I ask. Um, Amanda, do you want to? I'll let you end it. Like, is there anything you want to say? You want to give your Instagram out or anything like that? Uh, sure, I'll give my Instagram. Um, it's lovely Mandy six one five, and uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook too, it's Amanda Ashley. Um, but yeah, she just can't talk to you now. So. Yeah, don't slide in my DMs. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, this is Cats and Dogs, Good, Bad, and Ugly, and we are out. <laughs>